Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is pick the over-under on two or more players, then you're set in 60 seconds or less. You can win up to 10 times your money. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Hi, welcome along to the Invincible Podcast. Jeez, you just leave me hanging like that. Well, sorry about that. Like, you know. What the hell? Brought to you today. Well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with Arsenal's form. I'm not happy with this uh, new game we're playing. We're going we're gonna to get into that. Brought to you today by Who Knows Wins. The reason he's not happy with a new game is because I beat him last week. Well, we haven't got no proof of that because I wasn't allowed to because, go into it. No, like. because you didn't register properly. Well. Right? But I hope you've registered properly into well, it this week. Well, they're trying Right? Trying to. They're sorting you out, yeah? So, well, let's let, so say right? okay. Because everybody out there, you can go head-to-head with us um, in this competition. First of all, congratulations going out to Joe Kenner. Well he done. won £3,000 last week. Remember, yeah. there's a share of a pot of five grand. He won three grand. Just you after know? Christmas. Well, like, you know, well you, how good you, was that? If you ever want to come down for a drink, you know, we're more than willing to go. Like, you know, bottle, bottle of bubbly, <laughs> you know. What do you reckon? Uh, I won... Well, I got my five pound back that I put in oh, and twenty five p on top, but it's more than what you won. Well, that's because uh, yeah, exactly, like, you know, <laughs> right? So Booby you know, prize that was I've heard. I tell you, it's a good competition. The link is in the description. Click onto it, download the app right now. Deposit fiver, right? Gamble aware, all that, you know. Be um, responsible with this, but deposit a fiver, and then you just got you got your picks here. I'm going to go through mine right now. Good game, though, isn't it? It is I, a I good really, game. I, I really enjoyed it. It is a good game. Week, yeah. You know what the thing is, though? You know the thing about it, right, Lee? When I was doing it last week, I was like, oh, it's easy. Oh, it's obvious that Man City are going to beat yeah. Southampton. Yeah. It's obvious. Joe, what I want, I'd like to know if Joe's in the comments or whatever, what he actually put for that game. Yeah, what did Joe, put what for did Joe game? Kenner put for that game. For Man City versus Southampton, because I, I swear that is the biggest coupon buster out there. You know what I mean? I was mm. thinking that's going to be about 4 or 5 nil. And it was he predicted a draw for that, you know, fair play to him. Jeez, I'll tell you what. But um, let me run through mine. I'm going to run through mine for this week, right? So Barnsley versus Bournemouth. I'm going Barnsley for a win. Remember, you've only got to go win, draw, win. Um, Bolton versus Sunderland. I'm going Sunderland. Celtic versus Dundee. You've got to be Celtic. Fulham versus Blackpool. Look at Fulham. They've won their last four games. Yeah. Got to go for Fulham. They even give you a breakdown like that. Yeah, it's good how they're doing that yeah. too. What were their last games? Last yeah, six yeah. games or so you've won. Yeah. And also what's good on it, it tells you the percentage that they think you're going to win at. Yes. So if you look so at why Celtic... So why did you flop so badly then? They give you all that information. I didn't, I didn't notice that last week. <laughs> it's only this week. I've started to study it now. I'm not, I'm not getting beaten more than once. Yeah, but it tells you like, uh, if you have a look at it, it says like Celtic there, 97% chance yeah. of winning that game. All right. So it's good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hearts are 90% chance of beating Motherwell, so I'm going with Hearts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hull, I'm going to go with Hull. They've got a 51% chance. Uh, Millwall versus West Brom. Now, they've only got an 8% chance of winning it. What, at home? Yeah, but they've lost their last three games at home. Well, they've lost their last... Out of their last five games, they've lost four of them. Oh. Right? But I've got a hunch from Millwall, man, so I'm going Millwall. That's going to be like, I'm doing, that, my, I'm doing like Joe Kenner. That's because you know you're I mean? scared of Millwall fans. I'll go for a draw. Preston versus uh, Bristol City. Sheffield Wednesday versus Ipswich. Going Sheffield Wednesday. And Peterborough versus Sheffield United. I'm going for Sheffield United. Right. So let me just put my entry in. There you go. That's how you do it. Straight in. Well, well done. Well done Congratulations. You're in. Right, well, I haven't in. got that yet. Yeah. Right. That's a simple, that's how easy it is to do. So get involved right now. You can go head to head against me and Lee. I know he's light work, but you know what I mean? I'll be a bit light, <laughs> tough. Right. One nil to me as well, by the way. Well, yeah. Well, well yeah. allegedly. We haven't got no confirmation cash. on that whatsoever. I need to win some cash, man. As I said, anything I win, I'm going to do. I, I won't be putting the 25p yet to any charity. I don't want to take the mick. But anything I win, charity's getting it, right? So big up. Um, who knows wins? The link's in the description. Uh, talking of wins, you know, ours should be who knows draws. Oh. Because last week against Burnley, 
I mean, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Well, awful game. Awful game. This is January has been a really bad month Word. for Arsenal. Really bad month. No wins in the month. Uh, only scored one goal. We got more red cards than in goals. January than goals. And goals and points. Um, no new signings yet. I mean, it's been a thoroughly... They always say January can be a bit depressing after all the celebrations yeah. of Christmas and you come out of it and your skin... And, you know what I mean? And it's cold and it's... But this really has been a horrible month for Arsenal Football Club. We are in no competitions. I think that's the first time since, I don't know, 2006 or something. We're out of, or two, no, even earlier than that, that we're out of all competitions. All we've got to fight for is the league. That's it. And even in that, we go and draw nil-nil at home to Burnley. And what was painfully obvious in that game was how toothless we were. Mm. you know in trying to score a goal it was quite easy for Burnley we had a couple of chances that we we should have took but it was quite easy for Burnley defending against us yeah it was an awful game awful game I have to say this and I'll, I'll, I'll say it now on here as well like every time I've got excited about Arsenal along comes a result against Everton excited after the Manchester City game like Manchester City game by the way I know we lost that game but you thought wow some of the football there was fantastic. Our next game, Nottingham Forest, looking forward to that. Let down again. Go to Liverpool, defend like Trojans in that uh, against 10 men and you come away proud of being an Arsenal fan. Go to the next game, let down by a poor performance. And That's defending. awesome, isn't it? We're bipolar. Yeah. We, yeah. And <laughs> people say like, uh, people club. turn around you and say, oh, you flip-flop and all that. Like, Well, the team flip-flops. <laughs> you know what I mean the team team should be sponsored by Havana's let alone anything else like, you know what I mean like because they just don't you, you get all up for it and think right I can buy into this and then there comes the, the poor performance and the Burnley game well it, it was just tells you everything you need to know you've got a manager that, that that didn't really change it up didn't I look I look at that and didn't do anything different and you can turn around and say to yourself and, and, and defend him and go, well, he didn't really have anybody, did he, to, to, to change it? He's not going to have anybody to change it because he's decided that this, whatever's going on with the transfer window, we ain't bringing in no players. So what we ain't going to be able to change, it, change anything. Well, I think he had players to change it as well because when, when I was watching that game, you could look, you could see there were some players in there that were flat. Kieran Tierney, me, me, me and you were sat together watching the yeah. game. And we could both see that Kieran Tierney weren't on it that day. He was, he was below Awful. Bar, right? He could have brought on Nuno Tavares, injected a bit of pace into it. You know, he could have took risks because, come on, let's have it right. Burnley weren't attacking, were they? No. It was just a low block. Try and break us down and we'll see if we can get you on the counter. It was obvious what they were going to do. We didn't even need four defenders. No. Nah, right? Was, yeah. <clears throat> so you could have thrown on Nuno Tavares and said, yo, Nuno, run at them, terrorise them, try and do something, right? He didn't do that. I think on the right-hand side, right, Ben White was playing as a right-back. Um, sorry, as a right-back. As an old-fashioned right-back, he'd probably be all right. Be all right, yeah. But as a right-wing-back, which is what we needed that day, he, he didn't get forward once. He never overlapped once with Bakaya Saka, right? So it was very predictable, very easy to deal with. I felt he could have took off Rob Holding, moved Ben White back into um, mid, so, um, into centre of defence, and bought on Callum Chambers and said to Chambers, you know, get in there, whip some crosses in, beat the next, you know, because that was the only right back option we had. But he didn't do any of that. We only made one sub. Yeah, it was just... And it was so predictable. It was so easy for Burnley to deal with. And then the other thing that was very... Um, no, he made two subs because he brought on um, Eddie and Ketty as well, didn't he? Or was yeah. it one sub? I can't even remember. We brought on Eddie. But what, what was so... Tavares on towards the end, didn't he? Probably no, not. Tavares didn't come on. Didn't I think he? it was Eddie was the only sub, actually. I, I was deep in and six beers by then. Like, <laughs> and what was so glaringly, well, obvious, what we could all see there is that we lack goal scorers. We lack strikers, right? The only goal threat in the game, you could see, you know, was probably Martinelli and Saka. They dealt with that. Mm. Lacazette had a chance. He missed it, should have scored. Lacazette, love him as a striker, great forward player, but he's not clinical. No. Nah. Right? And 
it's so obvious that Arsenal need a striker. Now, we've been trying to get Dusan Vlajevic since the transfer window open. You know, let's... You say, you say that Arsenal, you having a gun for not getting a striker in. You've got to give them credit for the fact that they were chasing this guy. Yeah, yeah. They were after this guy. Been it's played, a lot of we? money. Been played. Yeah, but they were stomped up the money for this guy. They wanted him, right? At the end of the day, it's the player's choice that he's decided yeah. to go to Juventus. Arsenal can't do nothing about no, that. No, can't right? do nothing about that. No. Um, Love fishing? Then you've got to listen to Fishing the DMV. Join me, your host, Thomas Aarons, for an entertaining and informative podcast dealing with all things fishing in our area. Every week, we have on special guests ranging from the best fishing guides on our local waters to government officials from the Department of Wildlife Resource talking about hot-button issues like the invasive northern snakehead. We also highlight the best fishing opportunities in and around the greater D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Listen to Fishing the DMV on the iHeart app, subscribe to us on YouTube, or or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, that's Fishing the DMV. But where I'm going to look on it now and say, well, if we can't get a striker in, the Aubameyang situation. Now, we spoke a bit about it last week. Something has to give on this now. If we're not going to get a striker in, which is going to be very difficult now, between now and the end of the transfer window, because some of the strikers that have been spoken about, like Alexander Isak of Rio Sociedad, very difficult to get that done. He's got a release clause of £75 million, plus Sociedad, they want to let him go. Um, Oshimen at Napoli, you know, Napoli uh, uh, may let him go, but you're talking £60 million again. You know, it's even going to be very, very expensive which then it starts to look like a bit of a panic buy. Or the other option is maybe they have to go and sit down, Mikel Arteta, with Aubameyang and just say to him, listen, let's bury the hatchet on whatever has happened and just get back into maybe scoring goals. But Aubameyang's been frozen completely out. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, hasn't yeah. even gone on the uh, trip to Dubai, has nah. he? Well, one of the reasons maybe that he ain't gone on Dubai because he keeps going out the nightclubs after. So maybe <laughs> they've actually uh, said to him, like, you know, you ain't going, like, you know. But... Now, listen, they're frozen him out. Did, did Chris? Did Burnley want to sell Chris Wood? Did they want him to go? No. Why? They didn't have no choice. So Yeah, that's different. There's a release clause. Yeah, so there's a release clause for that. Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. But it's a 75. Is he well, worth that? Yourself, I know. Well, is he worth that? I don't want us to panic by either, though. Is Ben White worth 50 million? No. No, but you have to get players, you have to, you have to pay over the odds. And, you know, that's what you have to do. Listen, I got no problem with him going for Vlavic and, and it, it it didn't it didn't work, you know. Um, for whatever reason, they so you know there must have been some sort of indication, otherwise they wouldn't have gone for him. But ultimately, Juventus have come in, and that's the end of that. So you've got to be looking at it, though, Robbie. Like you've got to be, this is what I'm worried about with Arsenal at this moment in time. You've got to have plans for for, for your forwards, mm. and we've got two forwards in their last six months of their contract now. So they're not going to be here next season. That's let alone with a Bamian. So it's three strikers short. We haven't we, we can actually if if the season starts now, save as the summer one, we've got to go and get three strikers because three strikers ain't going to be here. So a lot of it's a lot of you know um I don't know how Stan's feeling about that, but I'm telling you like that's gonna that ain't gonna be uh, that's, that's expensive. And then you've got to get three three strikers in that Basically, they're not guaranteed. What two of them are not going to be guaranteed playing? So, if they can't get one in now, and when they turn around and say it's very difficult now, it's going to be very, very difficult in the summer. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it, for me now, it's about what they're getting. You've got to get quality in. Funny enough, right? They ain't going to get Who's been one of our best ever January signings of all time? Well, that's a good one. Abamyang's got to be up there. Abamyang. Uh, He's probably been the best one. He came in in January, yeah. hit the ground running. Scored loads and loads of goals. The next season, he was the Golden Boot winner. Mm. I don't know. For me, this going back onto this Aubameyang situation, and you did make the point last week that, hold on, he wasn't scoring loads of goals anyway. And that is true, mm. right? But players can, re, yeah, re, can, can their rediscover form. their form, yeah? I'm looking at it right now. Right? We've got this player sat there. No, you're not allowed to come to Dubai. You've been frozen out of the team. I kind of would like I'm only a mere mortal, a humble fan of Arsenal Football Club. But I would really like to kind of know a bit more of why yeah. this is. Because 
if it's because he's been turning up late, the punishment doesn't seem to fit the crime. The way he's been treated, I don't like it. The guy has done a lot in his time when he was at Arsenal Football Club. Yes, punish. But is this... I don't know. It seems... I mean, Martial the other day, um, we were told that he refused. The United... Ralph Ragnick came out and said he refused to play for Man United. Yeah. I know he's gone to Sevilla now, but they did bury the hatchet. They did sort it out. Both of them came out and said, listen, all right, we sorted it out. No issue. Right? We've had players at Arsenal like Granit Xhaka. We all know we haven't got to go for it, but what happened between him and the fans... This season, he's let the team down on several occasions. Sent off at City, sent off at Liverpool, giving a player penalty away, stupid penalty at City. He's, he's let us down numerous times over the years, but he's been forgiven. But then there's certain other players that just get no forgiveness. Guendouzi even wasn't forgiven. No. You know? There's See a, you later. There's a lot of it. I kind of, I kind of want a bit more... I kind of like to know a bit more about this Aubameyang situation because he seems to be getting treated really harshly. Hmm. It seems like there's absolutely no way back. And if there's absolutely no way back, it can't be just because he turned up late. No. It's got to be something else. There's got to be more of it. And, and, and as, as a fans, um, when when you're turning around as a, as a manager or a coach and saying, I can't get no one in, can't get no one better than what we've got. And at the end of the day you're being asked to spend a lot of money going through the turnstiles to, to, to watch crap like that against Burnley. Also, not scoring goals against them and you've got your star striker not going, not in the squad. You're entitled, I think, as a fan to know exactly what's I'd like to know on. a bit more and did you see, I don't know if you saw what Addy Boyor said the other day. He, there was, uh, listen, not that he's going to be no, saying nice him. things about Arsenal, but he said, he goes, listen, it's typical Arsenal, they do it all the time. It's not good, our reputation that's going out there, you know, regarding these things. Like, I, I'm just looking on it, and again, a friend of mine the other day was saying to me, go, Robbie, the Mesut Ozil situation. Whatever we thought of Ozil, Arsenal, they bombed the guy out, right? And they're doing it again now with Aubameyang. And I don't know, man, it's... it's... Well, this is, you know, this is, this is what happens when you get a manager in that's not probably experienced enough to deal with these sort of things. And that's not a criticism of, of, of the manager. You know, it's a difficult sort of time. But ultimately, with Ozil, they've done that. You know, I don't think Mesut Ozil deserved to be playing, but I mean, he didn't deserve the treatment that he got. He had no... He, he, this is the same thing again, like yeah. they're doing. Now, what my friend was saying to me the other day is, goes, the correlation, the same thing on both of these. They're both on massive wages... They're both guys that they gave big contracts to and then probably turned around afterwards and they're regretting it. And now what they've decided to do was they did with Ozil and they're doing now with Aubameyang, make life as uncomfortable as it possibly can for him so that he leaves. It's not a very nice situation. It, it may work and he may leave, but what does that say to players who may want to come it's to right. us well, it's all right. in the future if you're a player? Because players talk. Well, of course I do. You right? ain't going to Players might there, be right? like, yeah, I ain't coming to Arsenal, no. man. You know what I mean? Look how they treated these guys. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. And then, you know the other thing, Lee? Let's say go because apparently he doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. So, <clears throat> he'll probably end up at another European team. Yeah. Suppose he goes to an AC Milan or somebody like that and starts banging in the goals. How bad is that going to look on Arsenal and Mikel Arteta as well? Well, listen, Mikel Arteta, I don't care. Like, let's, let's get this right. I don't really know why everybody keeps giving him so much sort of lean, leniency, like excuses and all that. If at the end of the day, come the 31st of January, he has not replaced... Bamiang or any of the, the, you know, and he can't find an upgrade on Mikel and Lacazette and he doesn't get top four, he should be under immense pressure. And I think, you know, I, I, I can't see me forgiving him if, if that's the case because, I, you know, I've, I've wanted to back him. I've wanted him to do that, but these things keep coming out. He has turned around and said he's finding it very, very hard to find anybody better than what we've got. Well, then I, 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 I suggest that if it's not the players, who is it? What, what, what is wrong with Arsenal? Because we cannot consistently get wins and wins, wins, wins. 
um, with the way you're managing the club, the way you're going about upsetting players along the line. Listen, you're going to upset players along. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to, you know, can I, you, the, the art of being a good manager is not keeping the 11 players happy that are playing. They're always going to be happy. It's keeping the 10 squad players that are, that are not playing happy. And you, you cannot keep just tossing them to the side like you know and just saying right well that's that that's that at this moment in time we are going in to a top four battle along with Manchester United Tottenham West Ham and Wolves with our front two attacking options of Lacazette and Eddie and you think that's all right to go on and, and win the top top four now when I look at Man you know, United when, you the other like day, when, when I look at Man United the other day 20 minutes to go from the end. I see him chucking on Cavalio and Rashford. They get the result. Cavani. Cavani, sorry. I, I Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. I then um, watch um, us against um, Burnley. We're chucking on Eddie. If you're going to compete with yeah. these teams, be, ser be serious about, about it. And that's what I mean to ask all Arsenal fans. I'm now resigned that we ain't getting to top four because the club have got the, have not got the ambition. They play, they, you know, it's quite significant that in that game they were playing. They're playing West Ham, another rival for the top four. And like you said, look at the difference. They're so reliant upon Mikel Antonio. Yeah, West Ham didn't bring They've got nothing on. else to bring on. And like you said, the options at Manchester United, Rashford, Greenwood, even last week, Martial was still there. Martial... Yeah. Um, the new young Ronaldo. Lad got, got the new young lad. Yeah, scored. yeah, yeah. Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez. These are all goal scorers. Cavani. Yeah, yeah? and like you said, ours is Eddie, and that's what it might boil down to. Well, well, and and, 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 and you know, and we and won't get the top four with that. You've got to Let's say, be real. Let's be real. You've got to say it's <clears> real, and you've got to say that is now down to the manager because he's allowed that to happen. He's got to get a striker in. Of all of all the times that he's been at Art, all, all since Mikel's been at Arsenal, there's not one attacking player that is not one of his players. If you go through it, Martinelli was was signed before him. Aubameyang and Lacazette were Arsene Wenger signings. Pepe was uh, Emery. So there's no one. Eddie was already there. So no one from an attacking point of view as Mikel got into this side. Another player that's been frozen out, you just mentioned him there, he's been having a great African Cup of Nations, even though um, Ivory Coast have now been knocked out, but Nicolas Pepe has probably been Ivory Coast's best player. He's probably one of the best finishers in the game. <coughs> so for me, put him down the middle in, in the Lacazette role. If Why that's is he not being get, but he hardly getting, he's hardly well, got any game It's going to come down time. to that, Robbie. He's going to come down he's to it. He's hardly got any game time this season. He, he's going to come down to it now that he's going to have to rely on either Martinelli or Pepe to get to get us to top four. Them two, they're the two guys. Because I, I I can tell you this now, and I, I'm a big I, I like Lacazette. He ain't going to get you to the top, shoot you to the top four. Lacazette, Lacazette's like a second striker. Yeah, because he's, he's been here four years and not done it done it now. So what's he going to do it for now? Eddie he's never scored twenty goals. In the, the only season. time he'll get in the top four is if he's in the in in League One or the Championship. That's the only time he's ever going to get to top four. And that's not being horrible. That's that's the standard. That how many got. how many? You know what? Let me let me see the goal scoring this season. I haven't even got it right in front of me right now. But continue talking. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. like you, you have to turn around and say that whatever way you look at it, from the manager to the um, recruitment, they've completely and utterly got this wrong in, going into this window. Now. One of the things that they've turned around and said, and I don't know, I, you, you're not going to fall out with Aubameyang. You didn't know he was going to fall out of Aubameyang mm. in, in the summer. I, I get that. But ultimately, when he was in the summer, you're talking to Lacazette, you're talking to Eddie, they may not be here. 
So realistically, should you be looking to do the the striker last summer instead of going through this summer and getting him? I don't know what's going to happen now. I, I, you know, and and the, the chances are now because of poor poor recruitment of a forward over the last sort of two transfer windows. This this say it's going to cost us a chance at top four because ultimately, Robbie, in the summer the top four I thought was nailed on. We've now come to January and it's not. Nailed on? Well, I thought Man United, one day saying Ronaldo would have, would have got it. Oh, oh, I thought you meant for us. No, 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 not for <laughs> us. I'm talking about the other three teams. City, Chelsea mm. and uh, and Liverpool and Manchester United. But because of Man United's frowns, it's, it's, letting, it's letting the likes of Tottenham, ourselves, Wolves and West Ham. Ultimately, Tottenham... Had a little look at the situation, a little bit like us, and they've just turned around and said, "You know what? Nuno's not going to get us top four. We ain't going to be able to get the players in, mm. but so we go for the the classy manager." They've done that. West Ham, you know, are probably punching. If I'll be honest, at this moment in time, Wolves have changed their manager. Arsenal have not got the players and not and not and not got in the manager. Now I've got a feeling if Arsenal were to play their eleven every single game, they've got a chance of still doing it because of, of, of the, they've got some good players you know mm. we've got nice rest and all that like. but ultimately you're going to have games like Burnley when things are not going quite <coughs> right that's when you that's when the manager earns his earns his money that's when he does it twi- you know as you said earlier on why are you playing Ben White as a right back and set when, when you know that they're playing banks of four and five at the back be, be inventive, change something around. How many times did Arsene Wenger finish the game with four or five strikers on the pitch and things mm. like that, you know? Uh, and you end up getting a goal in the last minute, you know? Sometimes you lost it and you do your nut, but uh, there was a there was a, a a thing of like, well, we're going to go for it. Go we'll, out and win the game. Go out and win the game. You know, I've, I've had fans, I've seen fans on Twitter on, on Facebook going, it, it, was, it was a good point against Burnley because we lost, are you mad because Spurs lost I, no it I, I wasn't it was, I that made it even worse I cannot get my head around people thinking mediocre so basically giving him another excuse I've heard people turn around and say it was like a loss to me at the beginning of the window that was people, like a loss yeah, yeah of course it was people at the beginning of the window oh we ain't signed no one yet when we needed to sign players at the beginning of this window mm. because we had the players away we had the cup competitions it's only one week like, be patient mm. be patient it's been proven now isn't it? bang proven. bang bang we're out yeah. of the cups and we're still not signed no one if you needed evidence if you know sometimes people will have arguments people have discussions amongst each other and you'll hear the two points of view right but if you ever needed evidence to say that it was an error not to sign somebody at the start of the window or not to at least let go players like Ainsley and that, the evidence is there. Mm. We didn't win a game in January. We didn't. We knew AFCON was coming, that we were going to be losing players. We knew that Aubameyang's been bombed out, especially the manager. No, he knows he's not going to play him. We have not won a game in January. We have not scored. We scored one goal in January. One None of those are strikers that scored those goals, by the way. I was just looking at the records. Eddie and Ketia, how many goals he scored this season? What, in the league? Yeah. One? None. Lacazette, how many goals has he scored this season in the league? Three, four? Three. 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 So all the evidence is there, right? But we said no, right? And we went with what we went with. And we've really gotten what we've deserved. Also, in that, the, the, say, a game called off because of lack of thank players. God. Yeah, but but the game against Tottenham. So, <laughs> but, but if you think about it, the lack of players. What does that tell you? Yeah, Eddie and Ketia, no goals. To be fair to him, um, he's only had four games. He started right, so but he's not scored a goal in that. And you know. How many, how many goals have Pepe got? Pepe? Well, I don't know how many league starts he's had. Let me have a look. I'll have a search on that. I think because most of the goals that Pepe scored have been... So it's four goal, four starts, no goals. And he, he he's had more game time in the last month. Since Eddie turned around and said, I'm not signing my contract, 
He's had more game time than Pepe. Let's get that right. Mm. Yeah, and he's had more minutes. Pepe, no goals either. I'll, I'll change that. <laughs> Cuts! No, Cuts! No goals, no goals either, but he's started, he's played nine games, but he's not a centre forward. No, he ain't. No. But he's played nine games. Um, no goals. I think in the Eddie one, he ain't even had a shot on so, target. So what is this telling us then about our goal score? Aubameyang's not scored that many goals. There's something not right, yeah, is it? Let's get... Uh, Let's get a Bamiang. He's the one that's been bombed out. Let's see what he's done. Um, so a Bamiang. <laughs> These stats are horrendous, man. He played. He's only played fourteen games. Fourteen starts. Four goals. Fourteen starts. How many goals? Four goals. So he still scored more than Lacazette. So when you're saying you got Lacazette, he scored more than Lacazette and Eddie combined. Lacazette, a Bamiang, and. Um, Eddie are our three sort of pivotal strikers, yeah? Yeah. Not one of them has got over four, five goals. No. In a Premier League season. Nope. And come January, you're turning round as a manager, Mikel Arteta is turning round and saying it's very hard to improve on that. My <laughs> God. My God, we've got problems if you cannot improve on that. It's a serious worry now when, it, when a manager's turning around to you and saying, I'm finding it difficult to improve on it. That is shocking. <laughs> I know you're in shock. I'm in I shock. I can see in that. But yeah, no goals. No goals from Pepe either. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries so you can get a little more of what you need. Find a vision centre near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. He's finding it very hard to improve on it. It's shocking. It's shocking. And there's our problem. No firepower. And, that, and, and, you know, we've got ourselves into, because of that, a position where we could actually take if we did have a striker mm. that could bang in say 10 goals to the end of the season yeah. could it's actually push some, his way to the top we're relying on guys like Smithrow he's scored 8 goals in the league but obviously he's he's been you can see he's been carrying an injury so, so we need a striker now we need a striker before the end of this window we even need um, a striker a direct striker or we need somebody who can you know like listen you know Liverpool yeah this is the a crazy thing. They don't have an out-and-out out striker, no. do they? No, they don't. Salah, Mane, Jota. None of them are out-and-out out striker. But the top goal scorer in the league is Salah. The second highest goal scorer in the league is... Mane? Jota. Is it Jota? Mane's probably close yeah. behind. Well, you, you, so maybe, you, you know what I mean? So sometimes if you can't get that out and out striker, you've got to come up with a solution. Manchester City have no striker. The top goal scorer for Manchester City is? Sterling. Riyad Mahrez. Mahrez. Not that. Yeah, but see, the, the, the <laughs> thing is, that, when, when, when I look at that, we've got Martin, You know, someone turned around to me the other day and said, oh, what? I think someone said, oh, why is he not playing Pepe? You know what I mean? Like, because you can't leave out Martinelli at the moment or you can't leave out uh, Saka they're our best two players but they're young yeah they're not they're not in their prime yet you know what I mean they're physically not mind you I've got to say this the, the bashings and beatings that Saka gets I've got a lot of admiration for him oh, but they are not physically uh, they're physically not men as, as far as pro professional football is concerned yet. they're still growing they're still mm. learning they're not going to get that to another two or three years but by, that, by this time with the way Mikel's going they'd be either sold or they'll be they'll be running at the ground you know yeah. what I mean like you've got to be realistic about this now like you know the recruitment for whatever way you're looking at it. when you go on about a process and, and a vision what vision what vision have you got what, what is the process about our fours two of them are going um, at the end of the season one you've fallen out with who's only got another year after this anyway what, what is the what is the vision what is the process for, for, for us going forward as far as the forward's concerned I don't get it I don't get I it I don't get it I mean look, looking at the top goal scorers in the league as I said Salah top goal scorer with 10 Jota 10 sorry Salah 16 Jota 10 Jamie Vardy on 9 
Antonio on eight, Manuel Dennis on eight. And actually, um, not a lot of go- lot, lot, lot of going down to it, Smith Rowe's got eight as well. Not a lot right? of goals, like normally, like yeah. be on a lot higher than that. Well, Harry Kane but normally is on about 10, 15. Yeah, he's, well, he's been very poor this season as well, hasn't he? Is this um, because teams now are, are, are going away from this centre forward thing? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that because there's no sort of when we talk about again out and out strikers yeah, on that list. There, is um, you can only really say two, which is Vardy and Mikel Antonio. Because even Emmanuel Dennis is not an out and out striker. That's what I'm saying. Maybe a solution, you know. But what one difference that stands out is that like, look at Liverpool, right? As I said, no out and out striker, but yet still Salah sixteen, Jota ten goals, and Mane eight. Yeah, so so all three of that front line have been banging them in, right? If you look at um, Manchester United, what we say, they're, you know, big rivals for getting into that top four, right? And I heard my brother saying the other day that, I think it was Jordan, um, Jarrett Bryan said um, on one, I think it was on the Forever Arsenal podcast, what you do, he must have said that um, Manchester United have the ability to score their way to the top four. They're not a good team, but they're yeah, good, right? Yeah. And you can see the evidence of it here because in those top goal scorers, they've got Bruno Fernandes, who scored seven. They've got Cristiano Ronaldo, who scored eight. Right? So, you know what I mean? There's goal scorers there. Do you think... We're, we're, you know, in that that line, in that uh, top, you know, 17 of goal scorers, only Emil Smith-Rowe, who's now carrying an injury. So, basically, there's no goals in the Arsenal team. There could be the thing that... um, Teams have improved, you know what I mean? Even the bottom teams are a lot tougher to play against now. You know, like, I know as poor as Arsenal were, but that was bottom of the league, Burnley. I was impressed by the way they defended. Yeah, they defended well, but you know what? In the game, right? There were two chances that came in those tight games. Yeah, you need to. Everyone gets those games. Even last week, Manchester City. Slightly in Arsenal's defence last week, when I analysed some of the games last week, there were a lot of tight... You know, Man City, you'd have thought we went and smashed Southampton. It was a draw. Yeah. Yeah? Um, I think there was a couple other games. What was the other game I was looking at and I was thinking, wow, I thought that would have been a, a, a bigger margin than that was a draw. You know, it, you know, there was a lot of tight games. But, right, we just lacked that firepower. We lack that firepower because in that game against Burnley, there were two chances. I think both of them were Lacazette's. There was one when he dribbled through. He done brilliantly. Yeah, yeah, man, he dribbled through and then he threw on goal and he gets his shot completely off target. And then there was the other chance when Smith Rowe did brilliantly, cut it back to him. And That's he an hit. open goal. You, you, know and he, yeah, you, he, can't, you can't blame the manager <clears> for misses like that. He That's hits it wide. It. But no, you can in a way because we know that he's not clinical enough. So That's where you well, need... And to be fair... It's difficult because with the striker thing, they have been trying to address that by getting a really top quality striker. But what's plan B? Well, I don't know. I, like, you know, we're going to have to wait and see on this. Like, but I can tell you what, if there ain't a plan B, you know, what, what I'd say. Do you know what? Part of me, I'm going to say this now. Part of me just says, oh, let's not buy no one. And at least, you know, you're not going to, the hope, you're not going to be killed by the hope. You know that you're not going to get top four. And you know because that's what's killing you. You get you get these performances like against Man City, and, you, and like after that game against Man City, I'm thinking, Josh, if we could just add a strike <coughs> to that, what perform, what 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 a team we've got. But it just doesn't happen, like you know. And and I'm, I'm I think we're defensively uh, a lot better. Is the time when Arsenal need to go and get a striker before that transfer window closes? Yeah. To me, no part of me, nothing. Right, we've got to get that because if we're gonna have any chance of getting into the top four, we need some goals. The evidence has been laid bare today. Yeah? Yeah. Laid bare, right? We do not score enough goals. From attacking right? And our best goal scorer, whether we think he's done any good or not, has been bombed out of the team. And now we're left with two guys that historically don't score goals. We've seen Eddie and Ketia miss two absolute sitters in games that could have won us those games. We've seen Lacazette miss easy chances as well. We need a striker if we're to get into the top four because the stakes are high. The stakes are highly. So to me, it reminds me of all those years ago when it used to be Arsene Wenger where we'd be saying we need a defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get a centre-back in. Or we used to say a lot of times, you know what? Me and you, for instance, we leave the game and you'd nudge me and go, Robbie, you know what? 
we're looking all right, you know, but you know what we need? Defensive midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Someone who sits in front of the back four. Well, just, we could all see it. Yeah. The evidence was there. We didn't get it. And then, it, then it, we'd have three, four games where we fall apart in that area and we miss out on and it, and he top lost four. His or we miss this out is, on this, is what's this competition. We have to get a striker in. I know, you know, we've been looking for midfielders as well. I think even the time for try and get a midfielder in for this season might have passed. It might have, I, I, I understand why, because obviously we were going for uh, Arthur, um, who's that midfielder who's at Juventus and uh, Juventus won an 18-month loan and apparently Edu was going to do it and it was vetoed by the Cronkies. And I agree with the Cronkies on this one because, you know, why do you want to... Why do you want to take a play on an 18-month loan? You may as well wait in the next four months, get to the summer, and go and get the proper midfielder like a T-Lemons or oh, someone that you want. I think that's they're looking to, yeah? to go. But, but if a, they would have got the midfielder at the start of the window, yeah, that would I would have understood it because we needed a midfielder then. We don't then. need us. We don't but you know what, now, by the time, time we play again, which is on, what, the 10th Just of February we, or 11th of February, one. right? Partey's back. Shaka's back. back. Um, El Nenny could be back. If you're bringing that offer in, where's he going to play? We've only got one game a week. Yeah, yeah. So, but one thing that we definitely need, number one priority, do all the money on it. Do all the money on it this January is we need a striker. And if we don't get a striker, in my opinion, I've said this before, people have a go at me. They say, oh, Robbie, it's because you like Aubameyang and stuff. I do like Aubameyang uh, um, as a person, but he's got nothing to do with it. If his discipline stinks, if he's... Not the guy, if he's, you know, I don't know what's going on in that dressing room. And if he's so disruptive that you have to get rid of him, then fair enough. But then you've got to either get a striker in or if you don't get a striker in. When you shop at a Walmart vision center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the vision center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a vision center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Somebody's got to sit down with a bammy and say, right, listen, what can we do? Let's work this out. Give me something from now till the end of the season. We've kept you out of the team, but now you're back in. You've got a show. Right, and then so hopefully you can come in and get because if we don't get that, where the goal's going to come from? Well, uh, where I, I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to come from him neither. If I'll be honest, I don't. I, 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 don't, I, I think that his time's done. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, well, if it's fair enough, if he's done, bring in a striker. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I don't think we can afford to let this window the, close the, 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 and we don't bring in a striker. The trouble with with up Mikel, and this is my big thing about him now, like you know, like, he might be going for Tillemans at the end of next season. But what happens if they don't get him, like with the Vlahovic one? What happens then? The other side of it is, he, I think he's put his reputation on the line a little bit for Shaka, right? In the summer, because there was obviously like he was going to go and then he didn't for whatever reason. He, he chose to keep him, give him a new contract, put a lot of lot of uh, backed him up there, and he's backed up put, with Eddie as well. And I'm afraid that those two guys at this moment in time have let him down. They've let him down. You know, Eddie, because he's not quite good enough, that's not his fault. Shaka through his discipline and everything like that. But ultimately, this now comes down to the management team of um, Edu and uh, Mikel Arteta. If they don't get it right in this January transfer window... And we now miss out on fourth. And I don't care when people go, oh, yeah, six. I've heard people turn around and go, six is uh, progress. You know what I mean? Well, it is. Yeah, but it it is. Last two seasons, we finished eighth. It is, yeah. But last season, we was into the semifinals of of, of Europa League. So we was concentrating on the Europa League. Right, so when they, if we don't, if we get that sixes, went well. yeah, we didn't, yeah, but we, we did go for it. Right, well, you, 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 mm. I look at Emery when we was going for the champions. He, he forsaked a few games in the, which cost him because he was going. We got to the final of the Europa League. This time around, we have not got that. 
So when people turn around and go, oh, six and impressive, it's not, Robbie. You don't, mm. don't, it is not because we've not got yeah, the distractions I, I, I of what we're of Because in a past. way, it's, it's, it, it might be an improvement on the league positions, but we've been horrendous in, uh, in, in, in everything in, else. And we have not been in Europe. We've yeah. not had Europe to contend with yeah. where Emery has in the past and, and, and Mikel yeah. last season. So so you, you, you're trying to make excuses that are not there. And if you come behind, I will accept Arsenal coming fifth behind Man United because of the money they spent. I will not accept it from Wolves, from West Ham, or from Tottenham. That, 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 that and they come above us, and that is progress because it's not. You know what I mean? Like, and and don't try and wishy washy it by saying, "Oh, well, we come seventh last season." So no. Look at the facts and look at everything going for it. Stop making excuses. The end of it now, the buck stops now at these two, Mikel and Edu, because they've not done their jobs in January. Let's get it yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? And, and the thing is about it, I praised, I praised Mikel Arteta and Edu for the summer business they did because they brought in, I, I'd say on the whole, the players that they brought in, they've done well. Mm. They've done well. You know what I mean? Those have been, there have been some really good well, signings well, in there. I'm, 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 not, I'm not as... Convinced about that? No, I think that. Um, what do you mean? Well, I think Ramsdale's been great. I think yeah, yeah. But, yeah I'm going to give him the tick. Ramsdale, Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu, Ben White. I'm still um, not convinced yeah, but he's about. He's done well. He's done well, but it's, yeah, it's so a, too, too many inconsistencies. Yeah, but hold on, fifty million pounds just come. Well, give a, I mean, you know, uh, it takes uh, but, it takes you a little while to you know. Well, it hasn't taken right. Tommy Asu that long, has it? It hasn't taken. Yeah, but he ain't again. been bad, has he? No, no. none of those signings. No, none of them have bad. been bad. I'm not saying that, but you, you're saying a ticks. Tavares, you know what I mean? Like got took after 20 minutes. That's another thing. Yeah, by but the apart way. from that, he's done well. Kieran Tierney had an absolute shocker on um on, on against Burnley. I didn't see him being dragged off after 20 minutes, but that's another another thing. Mm. Tommy Asu, yeah. Uh, Tavares has done all right. Man. Tavares, all right, potentially, off, potentially, he's done, he's, right. done, potentially he's, done, he's done all right. I think, as it happens, he's done well because when he re, he, he replaced Tierney, we didn't miss him, so he's done okay. Um, I, I think Sammy Lukonga. I think it's going to be a good player, but at this moment, he's not, not getting us top top four, is he? No, no, he's not. But he's done well. So all the signings that we bought in have been okay. They've been good. They've been okay. They've been poor. There's no, no, no. There's there's not been one poor, but not one of them. And normally, when you make that amount of signings, you do get a couple of these. No, I I, I agree. I think like Tommy Asu and so uh, I praise them. Ramsdale been fantastic. I praise them for the summer, for this winter, for January so far. Obviously, I wait to see what they do. I praise them for trying to get Dusan Vlajevic. However, they didn't get him. Right, and if we don't get a striker in, they'll be looking for a striker and a midfielder. But if we don't get a striker in, I'll look back at the business and say we needed a striker to get into the top four, and also we threw away January by not bringing in a midfielder and letting a guy that can play midfield and right back, a versatile player, go out on loan. Yeah, it's costly. Remember, we didn't sell... It would have been different with the ANC Maitland-Nars thing. Say, you know, Roma came in and said, oh, we'll give you 40 million for him. You'd be like, okay, yeah. yeah. But we didn't do that. We sent him out on loan. I, I, I could accept. And, I, I, and I, I'm for the life of me. And that has cost us, look at January, no wins. Cost us as a club, as, no a, wins. as fans. It hasn't the club. The club of making money. Unbelievably, they're making money in January because they've cut the wages down. By what, and it's like that, you know. What I mean, well, if we don't Jan- get in the January top four, transfer window is is, is 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 a saving window for us. You know what I mean? Like you know, we're like well, a bank, Lee, don't we? Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bank. Your, I was going to tell you something. If you don't, if we don't get a striker. I I I'm very worried about any prospect of getting into the top four. We ain't getting the top four. Simple as that. Without that striker, we ain't getting there. All right. What do you guys think? I'd love to hear from you guys out there. Um, if we don't get a striker, do you think that's it? We won't get the top four. Do you think a midfield player is more important than a striker? And also, I want some recommendations on strikers. Who should we get? There's been mm. Victor Oshiman. There's been Jonathan David suggested. Uh, Alexander Isak. You know, um, Nicholas pa- Bentner. <laughs> <laughs> He's Patrick free. Shit. He's free available. <laughs> Who should Arsenal get? We need a striker, right? If we to have any chance of getting into the top four, we've shown you the evidence. We don't score enough goals. 
And if our strikers are not scoring goals, we're not going to get that top four. So who do you think? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to check out Who's Knows Wins. Um, there's a link in the description to download the app. You can take on me. You can take on Lee as we go head to head. Well, take me on. If you I'll want, a, also if you want a bit good, of competition, take me on. And also, it's a good game <laughs> now, this week, because, well, and for the next few weekends, because Arsenal ain't got a game. Yeah. So you can get into this. It's something for us to do. It's just something for us to do, you know, at weekends. <laughs> so instead of going shopping, get on it. Like, you know get on I mean? it. Get on it. Links in the description. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you next week. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find the Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Love fishing? Then you've got to listen to Fishing the DMV. Join me, your host, Thomas Ahrens, for an entertaining and informative podcast dealing with all things fishing in our area. Every week, we have on special guests ranging from the best fishing guides on our local waters to government officials from the Department of Wildlife Resource talking about hot-button issues like the invasive northern snakehead. We also highlight the best fishing opportunities in and around the greater D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Listen to Fishing the DMV on the iHeart app, subscribe to us on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, that's Fishing the DMV.